You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KVGG. Hey, everybody. Welcome in. We say hello to you here on a Thursday. Jimmy B and TC, it's the Big Talker 1700. Great show lined up today. Uh, this is going to be fun. George Kittle, uh, former Hawk, tied in. He's going to be our guest coming up at about 4.15. Uh, Adam Teacher from ESPN, NFL Nation. He covers the Kansas City Chiefs. We'll pick his brain a little bit on what the uh, Chiefs are attempting to accomplish. Ken Silverstein coming up at 5 o'clock. And Mark Norman in Major League Baseball, SB Nation, at 5.30. How you doing, pal? You ready to rock? I, I am, Jimmy B. And, and we get an early start today with the NBA playoffs. 5 yeah. o'clock start for Cleveland in their matchup uh, against Toronto tonight. Jim, it's just, it's so wild because, I mean, you, you kind of grow accustomed. All right, 6 o'clock. We're going to have games on here, NBA games. It's a little bit different than baseball, having an NBA game uh, on while we're on the air with that one. And we'll be talking to Ken Silverstein right as that thing starts up. So just a little bit different, obviously, because of the schedule. You don't want to have one of those East Coast games start way too late. So they decided mm-hmm. to go with this one. I'm not a big fan, though. I, I like my 6 o'clock starts, and, and the hell with everybody else. They, they could start that game at 9.30 Eastern, right? <laughs> hey, look, you and I would stay up for it. We're both late-night guys. That's right in our wheelhouse if they started it at 9.30. I'm good, I'm good for any time, especially if it's a playoff game. So I'm really looking forward to that game. I want to see what happens between Boston and Philadelphia as well. And, Trent, I'm dialed into the hockey tonight, too, with Washington at Pittsburgh and Nashville at Winnipeg. We've got uh, – uh, really, it's a, it's a really good night of playoff action in the NBA and the NHL. Well, Jim, uh, as we take a look around the sports front here, uh, over the last few days, there's been a lot of talk on the local level about what's happening. We talked about Tyler Cook the other day at yep. Iowa, the Ahmad Wagner thing. And uh, it's still, though, the time where college sports is starting to take a little bit of a backseat. And we get into these summer months, and and it's always difficult. So you're always looking for things to to just cue the interest. And as we put a a postscript on on what happened in spring football, we're seeing the top 25 start to come out. USA Today has Iowa State ranked at number 22. Uh, Stuart Mandel over at The Athletic, longtime writer at Sports Illustrated, who's running that site. He has Iowa checking in at 24. Jim, I brought this up to you probably, I would say it was probably in January. This has a chance to be the most anticipated combined season for both Iowa and Iowa State coming into the year from a national level in a really long time. Jimmy B., I can't remember a year where both teams are getting pub in the top 25 before a year began. I think it's great, Trent. I really do. And look at it from from this vantage point, and you and I being selfish for whom we cover, wouldn't it be awesome, I mean absolutely awesome, for the Cyhawk football game and both teams are rated in the top 25. Mm-hmm. I mean, you talk about bragging rights, not just not just for the year for for football by whoever wins, but two teams in the top 25 having an opportunity. And and I mean, it, it's funny because you know that that hasn't happened in I don't know how long, and I just think that it would even put. 
even more mustard on the hot dog. I'm, I'm telling you right now that the chatter about that game, and look, we love it. It, 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 it it's always uh, wild and crazy and intense, but I think, I think people would really double down on that if indeed they were both ranked in the top 25. Yeah, getting that kind of buzz, and it also will lead to a lot more national recognition, which is a good thing yes. for the series. And, you know, there, there's the perspective, plenty of Hawkeye fans are out there that don't think this game should be played. You've heard that before, Jim, from oh, Hawkeye yeah. fans, that the game shouldn't be played. Iowa has nothing to gain for it. Well, I'll tell you what, if Iowa State consistently becomes a top 25 team, and they're in the mix, and they're doing what they did a year ago, and, and they continue to build on that, this absolutely becomes a game that is very important for your program and builds at a national stature. So that's what you're hoping from, I, I think, from both perspectives. It's going to be great. And uh, this year it will be over in Iowa City. The buildup might mm-hmm. be as immense that we can see it. And, Jim, there's, there's been years where we made the argument, you know, the winner maybe just is, is, gets a leg up for being bowl eligible. This year... I think the winner of this one has a chance to have an incredibly special season, not just going out and being eight and four or nine and three. I think the winner has a chance to maybe go to double digits this year. That's how much I like both of the rosters on both of these teams and shows you the importance of this game. I'm not going to go double digits yet, but I think you may have hit on something on the importance of that game and how it may springboard the team that wins uh, to getting close to that. Look, this is, this is fun. You, I mean, you can't, you can't ask for a better game than what we saw last year. It doesn't matter on the outcome, who won, who lost. I just mean the game itself. The excitement level was absolutely off the hook. And if they duplicate something like that in the Cyhawk series in Iowa City, Trent, it'll be absolutely nuts. And with both teams ranked in the top 25, if indeed we're doing this as a hypothetical, if indeed that is the case, oh my gosh, the the television networks will be all over that game. And the national pub for both of those two teams will be tremendous. Could we get this thing in prime time? I I don't think this is going to be picked up for, you know, the ABC primetime game, but... Could it be, you know, ESPN has that window, ESPN2 Maybe. has a window. Yeah. Could we see this thing back in primetime? Jim, I, I was there back in 2002 for the primetime game. It looked like a bomb went off in Iowa City afterwards. It, it, <laughs> I mean, it was a disaster. And for the longest time we heard they're never going to play that game at night in Kinnick again. Well, it has happened since then. But just the, the buildup for it, the, the fun part of it, there's a negative part that goes into – Hey, a lot of drunk people, a lot of drunk Iowans. We yeah. like we like our booze here, Jimmy B, as you've learned. We like to party a little bit. There is a negative side that goes along with it. But but I think if you can get that, if you can have an opportunity to put this thing under the lights and just add even more to it, if there's ever a year to do it, this would be the year. I agree. I, I think both teams uh, have the opportunity to both have quality seasons, and I just think that the pop for that game and to have it nationally, uh, look, all you got to do on the lead up to that game is show Iowa just pasting Ohio State and then show Iowa State winning at Oklahoma. I mean, that just sets up 
Look, there's 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 two great wins by these two Iowa teams that would put them on the map nationally and the promotion factor leading up to that televised game on national television would be tremendous. So for me, I'm dialed in, Trent. Look, I don't care if you play it at 6 o'clock in the morning or 6 o'clock at night. We're not going to miss that game. You know that. But I'm with you. I'd love to see a late afternoon or like 5 o'clock start, something like that maybe, and it would carry then into the uh, – Early evening hours under the lights. Oh, man, that would just be sensational. Some other bigger games of the weekend. I was looking at that week two schedule. You got Penn State, Pittsburgh. That's okay, I guess, but that's about it. Uh, What else do we have? Uh, Scrolling through here, Virginia, Indiana, no. Ohio State, (laughs) Rutgers, no. USC's at Stanford, an early Pac-12 matchup there. That's a good one. That's a a good one. That'll certainly uh, be one of the ones talked about in primetime. Colorado is at Nebraska. Two old rivals Uh getting together for the first time since uh, they left their respective conferences of the Big 12. Michigan State at Arizona State, chance to be decent. Clemson at Texas A&M, there's a pretty salty one there, Jim. There's good games that weekend, but... Again, I, I don't think this is going to be anything that you put in primetime, anything that you put ABC. This is going to be your 7 o'clock window game. But there's other windows out there, and, and I'm, I'm hopeful that that's what we're going to see. I'm with you. To me, it would just be great. And I hope, and I know, look, it's, it's the, they always refer to it as the way too early. It is way too early. We both know that. But just for chatter's sake, if both teams are indeed ranked in the top 25, that it, it will just take the Cyhawk series just to another dimension. And I hope it happens, Trent, and I can't wait. Well, with that, Jimmy B., we got uh, somebody that was a part of that Cyhawk matchup four different times. Yep. As joining us coming up on the other side, former Hawkeye tight end George Kittle set to join us. A little crossover event here with our friends over at Hawkeye Heaven. They uh, gave us an opportunity to talk with George here today. You also hear it part of the Hawkeye Huddle uh, Heaven podcast that I do each and every week with Derek Peck. So that's coming your way next. And uh, an NFL player, always good to talk. A lot going on in San Francisco. Jimmy B., are, are you mm-hmm. buying into that 49er hype? Look, I, I'm right now I am. Absolutely. Look, I watched the Niners and win those five games with Jimmy Garoppolo in at quarterback. And he just got better and better and better as the, uh, as the season went on after he started. And I, I just, I just think that I think the Rams are the class of that division, but Seattle, San Francisco, I think Arizona will probably end up being the bottom feeder. Uh, of that division. So I think San Francisco really has a chance to be like the number two team behind Los Angeles Rams. Yeah, I'm there with you. I I think you're seeing Arizona and Seattle both taking a step back there, an opportunity and maybe an opportunity to run to the playoffs. We'll talk about that and a whole lot more coming up. George Kittle will join us coming up on the other side as we take you up until 6 o'clock tonight. It's Jimmy B and TC. Now, listen to 1700 KBGG on Alexa. Say, Alexa, enable the 1700 KBGG skill. Then to play us, say, Alexa, play 1700 KBGG. Simple enough. Guys, Trent Condon here again for New Leaf Wellness. 
Warm weather is going to be here before you know it. And if you added some pounds during the winter, New Leaf Wellness can help you. Great treatment programs designed specifically for you. I'm on the Gak and Mick. It has helped me not just lose weight with my energy level. No more lulls in the afternoon. Give them a call today. Set up a free, no obligation consultation. 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Let's feel better together with New Leaf Wellness Centers. My name is Becky Mumi, and I'm with the Sparkle Run. This is our fifth year of the Sparkle Run in memory of Aaron Mumi, who passed away from leukemia in October of 2013. The Sparkle Run benefits local nonprofits who support families affected by childhood cancer. This year's event is on Sunday, May 6th, and will benefit the Pinky Swear Foundation, who supports families through rent and mortgage payments, car payments, insurance, child care, and gas cards. We will have family activities and packet pickup from 12 to 2 p.m., a 5K walk and run at 2 p.m., and a one-mile fun run at 3 p.m. All this is held at DMAC in Ankeny. For more information or to register, go to getmeregister.com backslash the sparkle run. Okay, here we go again. Scattered thunderstorms will be around through the early evening hours, some strong to severe, then a chance of showers late tonight, a low of 53. Becoming mostly sunny and a lot nicer Friday, 77. Saturday, mostly sunny and 83. I'm Local 5 Chief Meteorologist Brad Edwards. Sponsored by Frontline Plus. Warmer weather means more time outside, but it can also mean more bugs. So don't forget to protect your pets with the number one name in flea and tick protection. Frontline Plus. Buy it today. Save big on your home improvement projects now during Menard's Super Sale. Get organized with storage solutions from Suncast. The 7x7 Covington storage shed is made in the USA and made of a durable double wall construction. It features a double door entry with windows and metal hinges for additional security. Pick up the Covington storage shed today for only $499 after rebate. Menard's Super Sale is going on now through May 6th. Plus, Menard's gift cards are perfect for Mother's Day. Save big money at Menard's. There's a difference between do-it-yourself and do-it-for-a-living. At The Home Depot, we get that. And we're here to help pros get the job done with the products and brands you trust. Technology to keep your job on track. Job site delivery to save you time. And bulk pricing on over 4,000 items every day to save you money. When you've got a job, we're on the job. The Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory trained service department and will work on any American made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M industrial pressure washers. Mighty M built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online washersystems.com. All of us parents have heard about skyrocketing college tuition costs and staggering student loan debt for graduates and naturally wonder, what can you do? We can help. Hi, this is Mike Hammond, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. A 529 college savings plan allows parents or relatives to set aside money for their future college students and possibly save on taxes too. With an automatic monthly savings plan, this makes for a simple and steady way to add to this account. For information, visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440 440- one one three three. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we believe in honest work, a fair price, and work we stand behind, and our 10-year workmanship warranty proves it. We know roofing. 
With our one day get it done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. Are you in the mood for real, classic, homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Villaggio. Two locations. The newest location in Urbandale, 2675 100th Street. The original in Norwalk. Classic dishes like cavatelli, spaghetti, lasagna, and vodka rigatoni. Top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches. A great happy hour and Italian done right. Villaggio. Hey, guys. Nate Adams. Buying jewelry can be scary. When I was ready to propose, I went online first. But then I stopped by Christopher's Fine Jewelry. Christine showed me the four C's and helped me understand what I was buying. I got a ring that my wife loves to this day and a relationship with a local jeweler that is so important. If you're ready to propose, go to Christopher's today. Stop by today to see the many unique rings in all price ranges. Learn more at Christopher'sJewelry.com. Real sports talk for real sports fans. It's Jimmy B and TC. Here's Jim and Trent. Welcome back once again. Jimmy B and TC with you until 6 o'clock tonight on 1700 KBGG. Right now, a little bit of a crossover event each and every week. I do a podcast with Derek Peck from Hawkeye Heaven, and you can find that over at HawkeyeHeaven.net. This week, an opportunity to talk with former Hawkeye tight end, now in the NFL with the 49ers, George Kittle. So, Jimmy B., we got a little crossover event today. Hitting them both as uh, George Kittle set to join us. Know you're pumped up about this, Brinson. Let's bring him in. George, good afternoon. How are things out, out west? Hey, uh, fantastic. Thanks for having me on. Uh, California weather's treating me nice and having a great time so far as OTAs. Well, I, I can imagine things are going well, and, and we have battled uh, an ugly spring here in the Midwest. But we got a lot of things I want to get into you today, and my partner Jim will jump in here in a moment. I want to first start, you look at the career that you had at Iowa, that what you guys did and the accomplishments that you had, but as the NFL draft just concluded, your path to get there, a guy coming out of high school down in Norman, Oklahoma, you didn't have a whole lot of offers. Take us back to that time period and, and when you were, everybody believes in their skills, but did you think it was going to end up in the NFL like, like it did and, and the way that it went uh, as you left high school? Um, you know, for me, uh, it was always a dream of mine to play in the NFL and especially, um, you know, having someone like my dad and my family behind me, I always, you know, I always believed that I could make it, like no question. So, I mean, that was just my mindset. I feel like that's kind of a mindset you have to have if you want to actually make it to the NFL and if you want to succeed at it. Hey, George, I'm real curious then how that translated when you got to the University of Iowa and how you worked so hard to hone your skills, which turned you into an NFL tight end. Uh, I mean, Iowa is the best place to go. Uh, I feel like if you want to make it to the NFL, it's the most NFL – minded school like everything you do there is really similar to what you do in the nfl whether it's uh meetings workouts um and it really, it's really everything just completely prepares you for what uh you're going to face in the nfl and, it's, and that's just a credit to coach ferentz and coach doyle um you know and what they um and what they you know teach there and you, you just learn so much about growing up becoming a man so i mean i think like that really helped me out um my transition uh, into the NFL would allowed me to play, uh, you know, my rookie year so much that I did. 
it's not for everybody. And, and you had a connection to Iowa. So, you know, with your dad playing at the University of Iowa, you mentioned a dream. You're living there in Oklahoma, in Norman, and, and your dad working with the football team throughout the years. Still, when that offer first came your way, I, I think I think I remember hearing that maybe Air Force or Weber State were, were kind of your other places that you were looking at the time. Was it a surreal moment when, when that offer, when you finally got the phone call from Coach Ferentz, hey, we're offering you a oh, full ride? Uh, take yeah, us through that, that process. Kind of wild. I mean, take you through the phone call? Yeah. Oh, I mean, like that morning, I had no idea where I was going to go. Um, I, they said that I would uh, be able to uh, be a practice squad. I mean, not practice squad, sorry, gray shirt. Um, other than that, I had no idea what I was going to be doing. Um, and then I was like 10 or 11 o'clock, I had a call from Coach Ferentz saying, hey, uh, you, would you like to play for us? <laughs> and it was uh, really one of the most surreal things ever. Just It was incredible. Um, I really don't remember much of the conversation just because uh, – I was just so excited to be, you know, invited uh, to play at a school where my dad played and the team I'd grown up watching. All right, then. So here you are now in the National Football League, and the 49ers weren't very good, haven't been very good for the past few seasons, but now they're on the cusp of breaking out. They trade for Jimmy Garoppolo at quarterback. He comes in. You guys win your final five games of the regular season. So now headed into OTAs and then training camp, how do you see this 49er team progressing, getting ready for this coming year? Um, you know, Bringing Jimmy G in was awesome. Uh, he's just one of the most charismatic guys, just a fantastic leader. Uh, you know, He had uh, instant impact on the team, especially after he took the field. He's just a guy that, you know, brings Lockham together, and, um, and he's, you know, he's a great, he's a hype man, too, which is pretty fun. You don't see that in a lot of quarterbacks. You know, he's in the middle, you know, hoorah guy, um, four games. So that was really fun to see. Um, you know, he's just, and you know, him, and they just kind of changed what we were doing. Um, you know, now we all have really high expectations going into next year. I mean, I think everybody does for every team, but uh, it was fun to, you know, finish those five games, you know, with dubs, and, uh they're just we're trying to see what we can build on that, and that's the fun part of OTAs. We can kind of start with that. Georgia, but it was a little bit different for you, I'm sure, that, than the rest of the team as the quarterback that he took over for was your teammate at Iowa, C.J. Beathard, and, and he'd put, been putting together a pretty nice rookie season himself. Was there ever a difficult nature? Did you talk to C.J. at all about that transformation, A, when the trade happened, and then officially when they handed the reins off to Garoppolo for those final five games? Take us through that process, and I'm sure it had to be a little bit odd for you since you knew CJ so well. I mean, um, I mean, I always wanted, you know, CJ was one of my good friends, and so you know, I always want him to play, and you know, I want him to succeed. Uh, but um, you know, when Jimmy came in, they you know they gave him the reins. Uh, you know, CJ's obviously, you know, he was probably disappointed um, just because he's like one of the you know hardest, you know, most aggressive competitors I've ever been around in my entire life, which is what makes him such a good quarterback. But, um, you know, I think he understood, you know, is what um, might have been best for the team at the time. Um, but, you know, he's, he's a guy that's going to go out there and compete every single day. And, you know, CJ's going to try to compete uh, with Jimmy for the starting role, and that's just what he's going to do is, you know, no matter how long they're, you know, in the same position together. So, I mean, that's one reason, you know, everyone loves CJ so much. He's just going to go out there and compete his, uh, compete his butt off. So, I think it's um, – but like I said, I think uh, CJ understood it, and, uh, you know, he's just looking forward to the next step. 
You know, Iowa fans, as we continue our conversation with George Kittle, uh, now 49ers tied in, former Iowa Hawkeye, fans saw you and saw how well you played in college. How has your game changed after the season that was just completed, and where do you see yourself now headed in to the next season? Um, you know, I think the biggest thing uh, between the uh, college and NFL that um, separates players is knowledge of the game and just, like, who you can learn from. Uh, one of the things, uh, you know, every coach I would told me when uh, I, you know, made a roster in the NFL was, you know, be a sponge and just absorb every ounce of information you can get from anybody, you know, whether it's an equipment manager, the janitor, your head coach, your starting quarterback, wide receiver, anybody that says anything, absorb it and just have knowledge under your belt. Um, but like I said, like that just, I think it's the biggest difference between college and NFL. Cause you know, you got freaks of nature guys coming out of, uh, you know, SEC schools, ACC schools, you know, all these conferences that might not last very long in the NFL. And I mean, I think that attributes just to your knowledge of the game. And that's why I feel like you see so many Iowa guys in the league that last so long is because you have coach parents teaching us the game, you know, and more than just the game. And, um, and I, you know, I just really attribute you know, Coach Ferentz to my success so far in the league, and you know, I'm just looking forward to build off that. And then this offseason, I spend a lot of my time, uh, both uh, I watch a lot of film on um, you know, Antonio Gates, just the way he runs routes, just because he's one of the best route runners you know, as a tight end ever. Um, and so I watch a whole bunch of his stuff, you know, you know, trying just to learn from you know, guys that played the game so well. And then I spend a lot of the offseason just training my body to um, – you know, try to, you know, be more wear and tear, you know, being able to um, last longer through a season because, uh, you know, I, I had a couple bumps and injuries throughout the season last year, so I'm trying to avoid those. And that's one thing that I was really looking forward to this offseason, and I feel like I really built on that. George, you're, you're not exactly a, a huge guy for a tight end. You're not running out there, you know, 280 pounds like we see some of these guys yet. Going back to your days in Iowa City, you know, you were a guy known for your blocking, that you could not only catch the football and make plays with your athleticism, but you were going to stick your nose into it and, and make plays in the blocking game. Is that a mentality that you had to develop? Was that something that's always been there? What's led to George Kittle, tight end, that also can actually block a little bit? Something that might be missing from some uh, NFL tight ends anymore. You know, I'm not going to lie. When I was in high school, I I was I, I avoided contact, and I'm not going to you know lie about that. I did. I was just um, I was a wide receiver. I played free safety. I was like 170 pounds, um, and then I got to Iowa, and then I'm pretty sure like one of our first days of the team, we were doing like run blocking drills, and and uh, I think it was Coach Doyle told me like, hey, you just got to put your nose in there. You're just going to have to like it because you know if you're tied in at Iowa, you better know how to run block, or you're not going to play very much. And I just kind of took that as like, hey, you know, I mean. I want to play and I don't want to be a guy that, you know, have to be a liability on the field. And I want to, you know, I want to do my one eleventh. I want to be as best as I can at everything. So they don't have to take me out, you know, or I didn't want to be just a third down tight end, you know, just pass catching. So that's just something I really, you know, worked my hardest at. And I mean, it took me a couple of years. Like I was very average subpar blocker up until, uh, I think really going into my junior year, uh, uh, you know, I just, you know, I'm really, really focused on it, but that's just, you know, what Iowa does, it develops guys and the, players that um, you know they want to be and like I said I, mean, I attribute that to Coach Vance, Coach Doyle um, and uh, but yeah like I said that's just something that you really have to you know you have to work for it um, that's something I did and I went in every single day trying to be the best run block tight end I could be and then I tried to be the best pass catching tight end I could be. Uh, George take me then to the transition after you're drafted out of Iowa how how has it been for you 
Now you don't have to do homework. You do a different kind of homework. Now it's taking care of your body and, and the playbook. How quickly then did you assess that it, it is no longer just school, that it is now the NFL and it is a business? You know what? Uh, I love the NFL a lot more. It's awesome. Um, you know, I, I don't really miss my schoolwork too much. Um, I miss some of my classmates <laughs> and, you know, my college teammates. But I'm a big fan of the business side of the NFL. I really like it a lot. I feel like um, it just it brings different aspects to the game. Um, and you got all these guys, you know, from all these different backgrounds that are all trained differently for you know four to five years in college. They all react differently to things, and it's just it's kind of fun because it's just so much different. And it's different every single year. Like I mean, we've already our team is for the 49ers has already changed so much since. Like week ten last year, we, you know, we got we added Jimmy, we added a bunch of free agents, um, we lost some guys, and it's just, it's kind of fun just to get to know new guys, and it's also you know it's also at this level you know once you made it to the NFL, guys that are in the NFL are you know they're usually pretty darn good, and so you're always around really good players uh, with the same mindset as you you know they're trying to earn a job, and they're trying to make a team, they're trying to win a Super Bowl, and it's, just, it's really fun to be on a team like that. That's um, just it's it's fun just how different it is. So uh, before we let you go, George, want to go down in, in the be- way back machine to your days at Iowa City. Well, not that far back, but you were part <laughs> of the team that was on Sports Illustrated, the 12-0 and run through the regular season, that difficult loss to Michigan State in the Big Ten Championship game. The following oh, well, you know, it's a part of it. It's a part of the narrative. I'm sorry. The next Don't year, mention no, Stanford. No, no, I, I'm leaving that aside. I leave that. Jimmy B, he's the one that likes to bring that game up. That that was a rough one for every Hawkeye out there. But, but George, is there a particular game, a particular moment when you're thinking back and you're, you're sitting there and, and thinking about your days in Iowa City that jumps out as one of your favorites? Um, I mean... That's hard for me because I think my favorite win at Iowa was obviously beating Michigan my senior year, but I was hurt, so I didn't play in the game. So I kind of I, – I love that game, but it wasn't my favorite. Uh, I think my favorite game was um, – two games was – sorry about that. Two games was um, both of them, my junior year we beat um, beating Purdue at home uh, and clinching uh, the Big Ten West. Um, I, that was one of my favorite games just because it was at home. Um, I scored a touchdown, then my cousin Hank scored a touchdown. Um, and so that was got really, and it was his senior day, so that was a really special moment for me um, and him. And so just being able to share that near the end of his career, we'd played together for four years. Um, and then I think also after that, it'd be beating Nebraska at Nebraska to go 12 and 0. And I think my favorite thing ever from that was when we came back in the locker room, Coach Ferentz standing there, and he's like, you know what? I don't really know what to say to you guys. I've never gotten twelve and zero before, and uh, that was such a special moment. Uh, you know, just as a team that we've you know, done so much together. And then I, I think on top of that, my other favorite game was beating Nebraska my senior year, uh, scoring two touchdowns against them. Just because you know I'm not really the biggest Nebraska fan, but um, <laughs> uh, that's just my attitude. So whenever I beat Nebraska, I just get all you know. Warm and fuzzy inside because they deserve to lose. Yes, uh, there's that's, that's that's great. There's been plenty of those victories uh, throughout the last couple of years, and and now Hawkeye fans everywhere certainly enjoy that. Hey, George, really enjoyed the conversation today. Thank you so much, and best of luck here in the off season building and getting ready for the 2018 year. We really appreciate it. Hey, thank you so much. Uh, you know, thanks for having me on. It was awesome. That is the man, George Kittle, Jimmy B. What'd you think of that one, George? What what a guy. That- 
That was great stuff out of George. Look, he's he's always been a quality guy, mm-hmm. and he proved his worth when he got into the NFL. And he's going to be one of their stalwart tight ends moving forward here, Trent. He has played himself and made himself a quality NFL football player. I think it's just terrific. He really is, and uh, really like enjoying doing these each and every week, Jimmy B. We Because the timing, George uh, had a travel schedule. We had to move it. Normally do these with Derek, and if you miss any of the podcasts that I do every week with Derek, you can find them over at HawkeyeHeaven.net. Uh, in the past, we've talked with Mark Wiseman. We've talked with Colin Cole. Basketball, Duez Henderson, Aaron White. Uh, Tim Dwight was on a couple weeks ago. Scott Chandler. Just all kinds of great former Hawkeyes that we talk to each and every week. It's really a lot of fun to go back and relive some of those memories that those guys have and then also find out what they're up to these days. Mm-hmm. I, look, I, I tune it in. It, it's it's very entertaining, and you guys have great guests. And look, it's uh, it's part of uh, if you're a Hawkeye fan, uh, that's part of your culture, and so you need to listen to those podcasts because you guys do a great job on them. Hawkeyeheaven.net is where you can find all those, or just pop in Hawkeye Heaven your favorite listening device, uh, podcast, Stitcher, iTunes, whatever you use, you can find it there, the Hawkeye Heaven Podcast. We're taking a break. Coming back on the other side, we're going to talk some more NFL football, Jimmy B. We got Adam Teicher stopping by from ESPN. Teich, longtime writer with the Kansas City Star, moved, oh, probably four or five years ago over to ESPN. And uh, looking forward to seeing what he has to say about that Chiefs draft. No first-round pick, but a lot of defense over there. Overall, a regime change, you know, as they moved on, it, mm-hmm. it's it's different there. And where are the expectations in your mind for Kansas City? Where 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 do you see? Are you at the very least looking they're going to be in the mix for a playoff? Are you looking at a step back with Pat Mahomes at the helm? Where, where do you sit here as we flip the calendar to May? Uh, I think as long as Patrick Mahomes is healthy, I think they'll be battling for a playoff spot. I'm not sold that they're going to get one, mm-hmm. but I think I think uh, as we you know get into late November and those December games, how important they may be. But I think I don't think they're going to be a, a bad team, Trent. In other words, I don't think they're going to take like three steps back here. But I I don't see them unless there's a rash of injuries to other teams. I do not see them making the playoffs but I see them competing for a playoff spot uh, into November. Yeah, I, I'm in a similar spot. I don't think they're going to take a huge step back from what they were last mm-hmm. year, 10-6, and six, and, and got off to that great start. But, but the other thing is I, I think that the gap is starting to increase. The Chargers made a nice run in the second half last year, got back yep. in the mix. Derwin James, I love him at safety. That defensive backfield, when, when you include Desmond King, when Desmond King might be looked at as your fifth-best guy, Two great corners, two very good safeties now, and Desmond King is your nickel guy. That defensive backfield is going to be ridiculous, plus Phillip Rivers, plus Melvin Gordon, plus Keenan Allen. Yep. The Chargers, I think, are going to be really good this year. I see Kansas City a step back from that, but we got a long, long season before that. We're talking long Chiefs. Season. Talking Chiefs next with Adam Teicher. He joins us coming up as we take you up until 6 o'clock tonight. Jimmy B and TC on 1700. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. 
The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards from brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus, and online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. Join Coach Ben Jacobson, Fran McCaffrey, Steve Prohm, along with new Drake coach Darren DeVries, along with their wives as they form one team with the American Cancer Society for the 11th Annual Coaches vs. Cancer Gala, presented by Hy-Vee on Friday, May 4th at the Ron Pearson Center in West Des Moines. A great opportunity to gather with friends, family, colleagues for an evening to honor those who are currently facing a journey with cancer, to celebrate all cancer survivors, and remember those who have lost the battle to cancer. Don't miss this special evening and the opportunity to make a difference for cancer patients and their families. Contact Katie Knutson at the American Cancer Society to purchase tickets. Call 515-727-0058 or visit coachesversecancergala.com. Sponsored by Frontline Plus. Warmer weather means more time outside, but it can also mean more bugs. So don't forget to protect your pets with the number one name in flea and tick protection. Frontline Plus. Buy it today. Summer is coming. Time to turn off the TV and turn on a clever little app called Audible. With Audible, you can listen to the stories you love while doing the things you love outside. You know, that place you're supposed to be in the summertime. For just $14.95 a month, you get a credit good for any audiobook. If you don't like it, exchange it anytime, or roll your credits over to the next month if you don't use them. So get up and get outside with Audible. Start a 30-day trial and your first audiobook is free at audible.com. We've got Maytag brand deals so big we need the month to spread the savings. Now through June 6th, you can get up to $700 by mail on select Maytag brand appliances at Wear Appliance, 405 Southwest 3rd Street in Ankeny. That's right, it's May Maytag month. It's here with better built deals that will keep your kitchen and laundry room running like clockwork for years to come. Stop into Wear Appliance, 405 Southwest 3rd Street in Ankeny and receive savings on Maytag brand products via mail and rebate. Dependability lasts. These deals won't. Offer valid May 3rd through June 6, 2018. See store for full details and qualified models. Without adoption, there'd be no Wendy's. Because if Wendy's founder, Dave Thomas, hadn't found a forever family, he may never have realized his dream of starting a family restaurant. That's why Wendy's is teaming up with you for a night to help children in foster care who are waiting to be adopted. On May 8th from 5 to 8 p.m., 15% of Wendy's proceeds will be donated to the Dave Thomas Foundation for Adoption. So with a simple meal, you can help make a difference because every child deserves to live in a loving family. At participating Wendy's. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. 
To enjoy life indoors during Iowa's hottest months, call Logier Heating and Cooling. Right now, you can save $3,400 or more with combined rebates on a new Dave Lennox signature system from Logier. Check out LogierHeatingCooling.com for details. For over 110 years, Logier has made Central Iowans happy inside. See customer reviews on Google, Facebook, and the Des Moines BBB website. Call Logier at 267-1000. We make you happy inside. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Real sports talk for real sports fans. It's Jimmy B and TC. Here's Jim and Trent. Welcome back, everybody. We go till 6 o'clock today right here on the Big Talker, 1700. Uh, look, Adam Teicher is uh, going to join us here, ESPN, NFL Nation. He covers the Kansas City Chiefs. And... We've been kind of going around to the regional teams, uh, Minnesota, Green Bay, Chicago, and now KC to uh, talk to different people that cover that team to kind of pick their brain a little bit and see what they thought about the draft. Uh, the Chiefs did not have a first-round selection, so Adam, where where are you right now with what the Chiefs did as we kind of relive the draft process for Kansas City? Well, I've been telling people that I, I, I like their effort. You know, um, I, I think they did what they reasonably could to, to try to get some uh, good younger players in here on defense. Um, they, they, their roster was um, it was pretty out of whack when you look at uh, all the good young players they have on defense and a, a much smaller number in that category on, I'm sorry, all the good young players they had on offense. And then they they hardly have any on defense, and they they're trying to fix that. So I applaud their effort. I mean, their their top uh, five draft picks were all defensive players, and you know they moved up to get a couple of these guys. So they like them. I wonder about the execution a little bit. You know, I, I you know again you have to cut them a little bit of slack. No first round pick. I just don't necessarily see any impact guys there. So we'll have to see how it turns out. Maybe uh, you know their top pick, Breland Speaks, can uh, be that impact guy. He, it, it, that's uh, certainly uh, 
reasonable if if it does turn out that way. But if he doesn't turn out to be that uh, impact guy, I wonder about this draft a little bit. You uh, had an article the other day on ESPN.com talking about that defense and the retooling efforts that they're going through right now. You, you use the term hapless, and, and I think it's very apt, certainly here, about what we saw together. Free agency, a few moves there overall, but, I mean, is it is it looking like more of the same? You're hoping that Pat Mahomes certainly develops in year number two and, and you're going to have to outscore people again? Yeah, you know, and... and uh... The Chiefs have high hopes for Pat Mahomes, and I, I do think he'll, he'll work out just fine eventually for them. But you, you'd rather not start him off in a situation where they're going to have to score a lot of points to win every week, and and that's kind of what it's looking like. You know, it's you know maybe the Chiefs, you know, they're going to change some things what they do on defense, and they do have some uh, new new bodies at some places. So you know, maybe maybe they can be. Uh, better than they were last year, but I don't know. To me, it's not reasonable to think they're going to be significantly better than last year, so uh, we'll see, but it, again, it does look like they're going to have to score some points to win. You know, we talked about changing this imbalance uh, where the Chiefs were on, on de- are on defense and where they are on offense with their, with their good young players, and you know, I, I think the Chiefs knew they weren't going to complete that job this year in this draft, but they knew they had to felt like they had to at least get a start on it and start chipping away, and, and maybe that's what they've done here. But as far as immediate results, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see about that. You know, it's it's interesting how you kind of uh, reference that because before you came on, Trent and I had a quick conversation about the AFC West and how good it appears, at least on paper, that the San Diego Chargers are. And you still have Denver now with a different quarterback and a guy who had terrific success last season in Case Keenum. Where are you right now with the Chiefs and Denver, the Raiders, and, of course, San Diego? Yeah, you know, it's kind of a wide-open division. I mean, I guess I would be surprised if Denver or the Raiders won the division, but um, hey, we've seen stranger things in the NFL the last few years. You know, more teams that are even more of an underdog than those two teams are win a division. So um, I, I really don't know what to think about the division at this point. I mean, even the Chiefs, you just wonder you know, how everything's going to fit together on offense. The potential is certainly there. And, you know, can they play defense well enough to, to win, you know, nine, ten games again? You know, maybe they can. Uh, It'll be interesting to see. So it's it's a tough division for me to uh, to forecast here. I guess I would go with the Chargers right now, but I'm not uh, I'm not sold on that. I, I think the Chiefs uh, will be in there pitching as well. Um, I, I think the Chiefs have a shot to win the division. Um, you know, Denver I do think is going to be better. I, I don't think the quarterback was all their problem last year. I think they had other issues as well. So. Uh, you know, but uh, you know, Keenum may at least solidify a, a real important position. I'm not big on what the Raiders have done, but um, it's going to be interesting to see how that turns out with with Gruden in charge. So, uh, uh, an interesting division. I mean, four pretty interesting teams, if you ask me. So, uh, 
I, 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 hey, let's let's kick it off now. If it's up to me, uh, football season would start today for sure. Uh, right yeah. there with you, Tyson. Yeah, we we got a long three months before we get yeah, into we to August and we get into camp. But there are some camps that'll be starting up. Rookie camps going on, uh, free agency, those kind of tryouts that are happening. And after the draft, I did want to ask you about a guy here from our state in Ben Neiman who played outside linebacker for four years at Iowa, a very difficult spot in the Iowa defense to play because they don't substitute a lot. They don't play a whole lot of nickel and diamond because of that. This is a guy that's put out there on wide receivers a whole lot, incredibly athletic, has good speed. Has there been any buzz at all about Neiman, his opportunity as an undrafted free agent of making that Chiefs roster? Yeah, you know, at, at about, what, 235 or so, he's mm-hmm. probably going to have to play inside. Uh, you know, they, they haven't been on the field. They'll get on the field with their uh, the rookies on Saturday, so I'll get I'll know more about him after that. But uh, he's probably going to have to play inside, and, and um, you know, the Chiefs have really looked to uh, um, upgrade those positions. They, they traded last year, you remember, for Reggie Ragland, and uh, uh, they uh, signed Anthony Hitchens. Hitchens from the Cowboys gave him big money, so those are their two main guys. But uh, you know, after that, um, there, there's some jobs to be had, and um, depending on how Neiman shows on special teams, I, I could see him making the roster because uh, you know the Chiefs have a a guy they drafted in the fifth round last year, Kemi Legway, and they've got a couple other guys who have worked their way up from uh, uh, undrafted free agent type guys. But um, you know, their their hold on a roster spot isn't ironclad, so. I, I think he came to a pretty good place, even though the Chiefs are are solid with their two starters. Uh, um, you know, they, the Chiefs also drafted a guy, uh, Dorian O'Daniel, so you know he'll uh, he'll make the roster. But but there are there there will be at least one job, maybe two. Uh, so uh, you know, depending on how he shows, this is not a bad place for him to be. I'm real curious about how many times they're going to try to get the football in the running back Hunt's hands. Are they going to uh, just use him primarily as a runner, or are we going to see him in motion, also maybe in the slot from time to time? Yeah, you know, the Chiefs are sort of looking at him in the as a receiver as sort of an underutilized uh, 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 uh player you know last year he did catch uh, 40 some balls but uh um they they, they did you know he came out of the game on third downs a lot of times and they just didn't mm-hmm. feel like they maximized what they can get from him as a receiver he's he's a, a pretty good player as a receiver we saw many times last year he was able to to get down the field like a wide receiver and, and beat some coverage down the field and make a play so uh um, you know, he, he can do that, and I know the Chiefs want to get him more involved. So, uh, you know, it's hard to say right now what his role exactly, Cream Hunt's role, is going to be, but uh, um, it's certainly not going to be any less than it was last year. Now, it might be maybe a little more as a receiver, a little less as a runner. Um, I know the Chiefs really tried to, to build up some other depth at running back this year and uh, feel like they're in a pretty good place that he doesn't have to play all the time. Like maybe he did last year, so um, you know we'll see how it turns out. But I, I do expect them to try to get the ball to Cream Hunt more as a receiver and maybe a little bit less as a runner, and somebody else will pick up that uh, slack for him. So Brett Veach uh, finishes up his first draft and his first year as free agency as the GM. It's not even a year into this thing after the kind of weird transition over to Veach taking over uh, in that spot as general manager. Taisha, early returns here. Your thoughts on Brett Beach? 
Um, I, I like him. I, you know, he's not afraid to make a move. You know, he'll he'll um, he, he'll see something and he'll go do it. Uh, you know, he traded up a couple times in the draft, and you know, he he really wanted Sammy Watkins when he was a uh, free agent, and the, the Chiefs, even though they didn't have a huge need for a a big play wide receiver because they have Kelsey and they have Tyreek Hill, but they still went ahead and did it. And, um, you know, I just like how he attacks a problem, you know, drafting five defensive players when he knew that they needed to upgrade there. I mean, he wasn't going to let this opportunity slip by. So I, I like his, um, um, you know, how his philosophy and how he, he goes about his business. Now we'll have to see about the execution, of course, but, uh, uh, so far, I give him pretty high grades. I think he's going to do just fine. Adam, it's great having you on the show, pal. Look, well, we got to do this some more. So as soon as we start getting into training camp, we're going to be calling you. Hey, anytime, guys. It's uh, always good to talk with you. Appreciate it. Thanks, Adam. Anytime. Adam Teicher joining us. ESPN.com does a great job, Jim. And he has been on that Chiefs beat for a long time, starting with the Kansas City Star and now over at ESPN. Always love talking Chiefs with him. He, he is a, a great guy. What an hour, Jim. We, we put together a good hour of sports yeah. talk. Do you have two in you, though? Um, I'll do the best I possibly can. No, 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 uh, no, no, during... no. Stop, stop right no. there. No. What do I always no. tell you? Don't do your best. Do my best because your best, your best, yes, okay. isn't good enough. Do do Trent's best. If you do that, all right, I think we got a shot. All right, if that's the case, then I got to run to the men's room real real quick and unload, and then oh, I'll be boy. about three pounds lighter, and I'll be really in fighting weight. I'll be ready to go. Well, you tried to do that earlier in the week, and you didn't come back for ten minutes. So I, I don't know what you're <laughs> doing in there, but we got when you're time. old. When you're old, it takes more time. <laughs> Another of hour of toilet talk coming up next. I will try to make it a little bit better. Ken Silverstein kicks it off. Hey, it's Bill Ryder. Nice to be talking to the home crowd again in central Iowa, where I was raised, where I got married. The show is right than you, 5 to 9 p.m. weekdays on Des Moines Big Talker 1700 KBGG. Hey, guys. Nate Adams. Buying jewelry can be scary. When I was ready to propose, I went online first. But then I stopped by Christopher's Fine Jewelry. Christine showed me the four C's and helped me understand what I was buying. I got a ring that my wife loves to this day and a relationship with a local jeweler that is so important. If you're ready to propose, go to Christopher's today. Stop by today to see the many unique rings in all price ranges. Learn more at Christopher'sJewelry.com. If you're a small business owner, you know how important it is to keep good records. We can help. Hi, this is Mike Hammond, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. Bookkeeping, payroll, sales tax reporting, as well as income taxes, everything you need to be successful in running your business. We are not a chain and offer local and personalized service. You do what you do best and let us do the rest. Visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440-1133. Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. 
Variety, the children's charity, is proud to announce that it is one of eight finalists and the only one in Iowa for the fourth annual Jerry Roundhouse Building Community Award. The award winner will receive a $65,000 grant from Opus Foundation. Variety is seeking community support, encouraging all Iowans to vote Variety. Voting can be done by going to opusfoundation.com and is restricted to once per device now through May the 4th. When you hear Washer Systems of Iowa, you think about pressure washers. The Washer Systems of Iowa does so much more. Industrial floor care equipment, waste oil heaters, water heaters, accessories and parts, washers, used equipment along with repair, preventative maintenance, and operator training. Selling and servicing commercial cleanup equipment for 29 years. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online washersystems.com. Sponsored by Napa Auto Parts. Napa Auto Parts has expertise in parts you need to help keep your car on the road no matter how many miles it has. Quality parts, helpful people, that's Napa know-how. Golf Headquarters, 2900 University Avenue, Clock Tower Square, West Des Moines, is back. 10,000 square feet packed with all the great golf brands. Footjoy, TaylorMade, Titleist, Ping, Callaway, Cobra, and more. Golf Headquarters five-star Google review says it all. Golf Headquarters certified club fitters use launch monitors to determine what golf club and shaft works best for your swing. Golf Headquarters has the largest selection of golf shoe sizes ranging from 7 to 15. All the new men's and ladies apparel from FootJoy, Nike, Adidas, and Puma. Golf Headquarters Clock Tower Square Anniversary Sale. Titleist Pro V1 Reloads now $19.99 a dozen. FootJoy Superlights Golf Shoe $59.99 on closeout. And TaylorMade Arrow Burner Driver for $169.99. Golf Headquarters 2900 University Clock Tower Square. 10,000 square feet of all the great brands of golf clothing stop by golf headquarters today or go to golfhqdm.com for your custom fitting golf headquarters to promote my new flower shop i had one place print my business cards another print my brochures and a third my signs now my roses aren't red my violets aren't blue my geraniums look dead and i don't know what to do Staples can help your business stand out with custom signs, banners, and brochures that are a true reflection of your company. And now through June 2nd, spend $25 or more in-store for a chance to win $1,000 worth of print marketing services. Visit staples.com slash smbweek for details and official rules. No purchase necessary. Must be 18 or older. Napa know-how. As much as people talk about the weather, you'd think we'd be experts by now. Fact is, nobody knows what it's going to do. That's why you need Bosch Icon Wiper Blades. Now 10 bucks off a pair. They provide superior visibility in all springtime weather conditions. So be prepared with Bosch Icon Blades, now $10 off. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores. Offer expires 531.18. Help support children at risk right here in your community by buying a ticket to the Cinco de Mayo-themed Wild About the Child Shindig on Saturday, May 5th at 6 p.m. at the gorgeous Stein Barn.